Today, the battle of ideas is increasing all across the country, and the main target of this battle of ideas is the hearts and minds of the next generation. Welcome to Kingdom Currents. My name is Glenn Schultz, your host, and today I want to uh, talk about this battle of ideas or worldviews that is raging across our country. Uh, since the uh, shooting that took place at the Christian school in Nashville, we see the transgender movement uh, becoming more and more vocal, more and more active, more and more threatening. In fact, uh, there was a former uh, college swimmer that was speaking on behalf of women's sports at a Christian at a university not a Christian university but at a university and she was uh, driven out of the room and she was under police uh, protection and she even said that a man dressed uh, like a woman uh, beat her and hit her several times and she ended up being barricaded in a room for her own protection for several hours at one time, it was just uh, the homosexual agenda, but then the trans movement comes in, and and it's a it's an attack. If you recall, on an earlier episode, I talked about the fact that Satan has a threefold strategy. He he wants to devour individuals, but in devouring individuals, he really wants to destroy the family because he knows the family is God's foundation. A unit to society. So if he can destroy the family, it'll make his third strategy more effective, and that is to control the state. Because if he can control government, if he can control those that oversee society, he can, in his mind, become God. And so in this effort to destroy the, the family and control the state, he is focusing on trying to get false ideas into the hearts and minds of young people. I can remember reading an article, it's probably been over 10 years ago, uh, and the article had an interesting twist to it. The author was proposing that what has happened that caused us to be losing this culture war with our young people is that back in the 70s and 80s, he said conservatives, which meant many, many Christians, focused on gaining the White House. Uh, they, they wanted to put their people in, in power who were going to rule uh, our country. Now, now again, I, I, I believe very firmly that Christians should be involved in politics. We should be voting our values. I, I think that is part of our responsibility of being salt and light in this world. But this person also said that while conservatives and many Christians focus on gaining the White House, liberals and secularists focused on controlling the schoolhouse. And what happened, uh, the universities, especially schools of education, became hotbeds of secular thought, secular worldview. I can remember back in the 70s and 80s in my graduate work at, at a state university, uh, 
I was constantly being bombarded by values clarification. Uh, I, in several courses, we ended up playing these lifeboat games where you had to determine who is less moral and who is more evil. And sad to say, when I would stand up and say, you know, you can't put values on morality, all, all immorality is immoral. It, it is sinful. Uh, you don't go and categorize, well, this person's more evil than this person. We're all lost. We're all sinners. And what was sad was to see other Christians in the classes not taking that type of stand. And, and so what happened, these schools of education became the seedbeds uh, of secular thought and secular worldview and indoctrination. And what they were doing, they were producing the teachers that were going into the schoolhouse in K-12 programs, and all of a sudden now we have our ourselves up in arms when we see CRT and, and, and uh, drag queens coming into to schools, and, and, and p- parents are taking a stand and going to school board demanding difference. But here's the problem. You can go and take these big hot item issues and attack them and try to get them quelled in schools. But, but the philosophy, the worldview behind them is deeply ingrained. And that is what's going to impact. So you can say, okay, they're no longer teaching CRT, but, but the worldview that led to CRT is still there. It's still being, uh, in, put into the hearts and minds of children. It's still in the textbooks because secular universities, they are, they are completely controlled by a secular worldview thought that, that uh, brands anybody who stands for biblical truth and biblical morality as bigots and, and homophobes and, and, and actually uh, they, they call us that we're the terrorists that we're dangerous. And that's why now you see uh, some trans people going and and actually wanting to see uh, Christians killed. Because why? Because they, they have ideas that go contrary to what they feel. Uh, I recently went back and pulled out uh, uh, John Stone Street and Brent Kunkel's book, A Practical Guide to Culture, and I highly recommend this. When, when you think of secular education taking a firm hold on how they're shaping the hearts and minds of our young people, and, and they're not uh, shy about it anymore. They're bold. They just come out and say, this is what we're doing. If you go uh, on social media and look at TikTok uh, videos and things like this, you see... Uh, teachers in in public and private schools very openly saying we're going to groom your children we we want them we want them to come talk to us when they have problems because you know we're trans or we're we're gay and 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 we want them to feel free to choose their own gender but what you've got to understand is you have that going on and then it's in in the textbooks and even Christian schools using these same secular textbooks that are in public and private schools, they don't realize that that these ideas, this false worldview is permeating that textbook and it's hard to discern. 
And then you add on that what our young people are being bombarded by in, in social media. L listen to what uh, uh, Stone Street and Kunkel said. They said each day, 500 million tweets are sent, 4 million hours of content are uploaded to YouTube, 4.3 billion Facebook messages are posted, 6 billion Google searches are conducted, and 205 billion emails are sent. Now add to that TikTok and Instagram and all the other uh, social media apps that our young people are using, they're being bombarded. And most of the ideas that are bombarding them do not line up with biblical thought. So you've got an educational system that's been taken over by secular philosophy. And then you have a social media bombarding our, our kids with, with secular ideas. Uh, Stone Street and Kunkel said, we shouldn't confuse information with knowledge or knowledge with wisdom. So, so our kids are being bombarded by all this information and all this knowledge, but that doesn't equate into them becoming wise. Uh, they, they say that the information age could also be called the age of ideas. Now, now listen to this, and I think this is so important for us to understand. They, they claim that every song, movie, tweet, sermon, news story, podcast, banner ad, and billboard tells us something about what to believe and how to live. Even information we think is inconsequential to our lives still communicate ideas about life and the world. That everything that is being taught to our kids is telling them, here's what you should believe, and here is how you're supposed to live. And so we've got to understand that. And, and I think everybody understands that ideas have consequences. You know, when you go back to uh, Hitler, he had certain ideas about human beings, and he was very much uh, uh, influenced by, by Marx and, and by uh, Darwin especially, where he thought there were certain types of races that were superior to others, those ideas led to consequences. World War II and, and a massacre of 11 million people uh, through, through what he thought, what he believed. And, and what we've got to understand, the more important the idea is, the more significant its consequences and I'm so thankful that Kunkel and, and Stone Street point that out. They even go on and, and say this, and I think this is something that parents and teachers and pastors need to really pay attention to. Stone Street and Kunkel said that ideas don't stay in books. Uh, they, they don't stay on the movie screen. Uh, they grow legs. They walk off the page and head out into the world. They influence the way we think and live. They shape entire societies and drive the course of human history. See, we, we think that it's not so dangerous uh, using, let's say, secular textbooks in a Christian school because we've got Christian teachers there who they, they will counteract those wrong ideas. But what about the ideas that are false in those textbooks that we don't counteract, uh, that, that the students still read, those ideas still 
like Stone Street and Kunkel said, they grow legs and walk off the page, and they don't just head out into the world, they head out into the minds of our young people. And they start influencing the way our young people think and live. And eventually they will shape uh, all of society. See, when, when the progressives and the liberals focused on gaining the schoolhouse, they said, hey, we'll be patient and we'll let you have the White House for a little while. But guess what? We're going to raise a whole generation that thinks our way because we're going to teach them to think that way. And what's going to happen? Then they will vote and we will eventually gain the White House. We'll eventually gain the state houses. We'll eventually gain uh, Congress. We'll eventually gain all of government. And you know what? Satan is achieving his strategy. He's controlling the state while he's at the same time destroying the family. What we've got to understand, it's so difficult to navigate through this barrage of ideas that are bombarding us every day. See, if we can't master ideas, according to Stone Street and Kunkel, ideas will master us. If we passively absorb the information around us, we are actually allowing someone else to think for us. And that's what's happening. We've got to understand how important this is. And we've got to become more intentional. See, many of our young people, Stone Street and Kunkel point out, they struggle with ideas simply because they don't know how to think. They have confused feelings with reason. If you feel a certain way, well, that's a reason to believe that. And, and that has taken over. What we've got to understand is the way you feel isn't the ability to think. You know, we're constantly told that it's more important to be nice than to be right. If you demand on being right, oh, you can be unkind. It's unkind to tell a person who thinks that there's a gender different from the way God created them, that, that they're wrong. That's being unkind. That's being mean. That's being cruel. You need to be nice. It's more important to be tolerant and just go along and, 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 and have, you know, a big kumbaya party uh, at the beach than knowing what is really true. See, true tolerance means to treat others with respect, even if their views different from yours. But today, Stone Street and Kunkel point out, tolerance means embracing the views of the majority culture, and those who don't are labeled intolerant. They're bigots. They need to be silenced. They need to be canceled. People are pressured not to think, but simply to conform. You know, when you think uh, of people who, who wrote the dangers of some of this back in the 60s. I, I think of uh, Neil Postman's book where he talked about amusing ourselves to death, how, how uh, the media is just causing us to uh, be amused and entertained. And back then it was just TV, but now it's YouTube and all these other things, TikTok. What, what we've got to understand is the whole concept of amusement. Uh, again, I, I'm going to refer to what Stone Street and Kunkel say in their book. They, they take that word amuse, and they point out that the first part, muse, means to think, 
But ah, the A means not to, to, to uh, not to think. So amusement is really saying, hey, you don't have to think. You just need to be entertained. You need to have your uh, minds bombarded with ideas and, and let your feelings take over. If true information is merely added to the flood of information, the truth can't be heard. That's a statement that when I read that in, in Stone Street and Kunkel's book, it just sort of jumped off the page to me. J just think about it now. Here's what we're doing. We're sending our kids uh, out to secular schools. The majority of our kids are from Christian homes are going into secular educational programs. They're going to be there six days a week, five day, six hours a day, five days a week. And if they're involved in extracurriculars and things like this, it's even longer. So they're, they're being immersed in this secular uh, train of thinking for 30 plus hours every single week. And, and then when you consider all that they're doing on social media, where again, it's mainly false ideas are bombarding their, their hearts and minds. So what happens? Oh, then they go to church on Sunday. And maybe they're in youth group for an hour during the week or a church for a week. And what they're saying is, yeah, that, that's truth. So they're getting some truth, but that true information is merely added to a, a flowing stream of information. So the truth can't be heard. Here, here's how they equate it. Listen to these words. Like a drop of water in the ocean or a single voice in a crowded room Truth can be overwhelmed with lies, half-truths, propaganda, or trivialities, rendering it ineffective in capturing our kids' attention. And, and so what's the answer to this? Well, the answer is we as parents, we as Christian leaders, we as church leaders, we as Christian educators, we have got to be more intentional and not just trying to add some drops of truth into the ocean of wrong ideas that are bombarding our kids, parents have to go and start controlling the social media that our, their kids are being bombarded with. They've got to start limiting that. Uh, it, yes, you won't be liked, but, but you know, Scripture says that discipline isn't pleasant at first, but, but its rewards in the future are, are life-giving. Uh, life and, and, and we've got to go and say, we can't put our kids in these secular educational programs because just like in 1947, a man addressed in Kansas City 10,000 public school educators and said, you are developing a secular mind in these kids faster than the church can counteract it. Now, that was 1947. So, so we've got to go and get to the point where we're intentional and we're saying, no, no, you're not going to educate our kids. We're going to educate them, whether at home, whether churches uh, get co-ops together, Christian schools start forming, and then we've got to also make sure it's affordable. But the most important thing is if we take control of the education of our children, we've got to go and make sure it's thoroughly biblical. I, I won't even say thir thoroughly Christian because Christian has become subjective. It's got to be thoroughly biblical. We've got to train our teachers on how to 
think biblically. We've got to focus more on discipling our kids than just making them prepared for college. And this is what it's going to take. We've got to start early on. We can't wait till they get to high school. We've got to start from birth on. That, that's why we say that the education of children and youth must be seen as a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week process that goes from birth to maturity. When we do that, I believe we can reshape the thinking of young people, and we can raise up a new generation of young people who think and act from a biblical worldview. That's what Kingdom Education Ministries is all about. That's the focus that I I pour my life into each and every day God gives me here on earth. That's why we've developed resources, and that's why I encourage you to go to our website, Christian Schools, become a KEM Prime member and take advantage of the resources that are there for to train your parents and train your teachers on how to think and act from a biblical worldview. The battle is raging, but God is still on the throne. Let's obey him and raise our children biblically. I'm Alex Overall, media developer for Northwest Christian School, and I'm here to tell you about NCS's new Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com. 